This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com www.k-a-n-g-a-r-o-o-f-e-r-n.com This podcast is brought to you by Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate, powered by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab. Kangaroo Fern is Australia's independent video and podcast management agency with a mission to help individuals and entrepreneurs to start their own podcasts and harness the power of podcasting. A Kangaroo Fern production. A Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. Samutsari Conversation with Mimi to connect with other women who may need someone to talk to around everyday life issues and challenges from managing career and household to inner productivity, relationships, and other hot topics. Samutsari Conversation with Mimi Welcome to Samutsari Conversations with Mimi, a podcast featuring hot topics and other topics of interest for men and women alike. We feature guests in the show who share their passion and commitment to their talents and profession. And here at Samutsari, we share stories to inspire you, stories from ordinary people who make extraordinary things. And this is your host, Mimi Laurilla again. And we are now on our season two, where we feature online business owners, people who work from home, people who are virtual assistants, freelancers, anyone who's working in the online space. Because as I have mentioned previously, my goal for season two is to showcase the experiences, the struggles, and the successes of people working online. As we know, we've all been affected by the pandemic. So I think it's good for us to hear hear it straight from other people's mouths. So today I have another special guest. I have Mr. Ramon at visit with me. So Ramon is the marketing and social media manager of Little Bro Big Kitchen. Um, the, the nice thing about um, Ramon as I was chatting to him is that he is also into podcasting. So that we have something in common already. He took up communication arts at De La Salle University Manila. That's also another common thing between us because I used to teach at De La Salle University Manila and he has been in the service industry for six years. And he's also the artist liaison of Pangatnigan, an online community mic, am I correct? By Artist Incorporated and the host of the Moonlock podcast. So Ramon, welcome to Samutsari and say hello to my viewers and listeners. Hello everyone who's watching and listening Samutsari. My name is Ramon and thank you for having me, Tita Mimi, on the show. Yes, I'm always... um, I, I think I my, my, I thrive in the show with people with me in in the podcast room or in the in the meeting room because when mm-hmm. I just talk to myself I feel lonely I feel mm-hmm. like I'm not as energetic and as enthusiastic as opposed to having a person to uh, exchange ideas with so Ramon I'm, I'm very eager to learn about your story um, I I have a lot of questions in my head I don't know which way to begin. So this is just going to be as spontaneous as it can get. 
So I invited you because I originally uh, reached out to your dad because I see him on social media promoting little bros, little bros, little bros. So I said, hmm, this is something interesting and I want to find out more about little bros. So before you tell me about little bro, tell me why you took up communication arts first. I want to know your background as the person behind little bro. And, um, what are your main focus or areas of interest at the moment? So let's segregate little bro for a second. So talk about Ramon for now. Uh, so I took up communication arts in De La Salle University in Manila just because I didn't like math. <laughs> so oh, it's the same with me. Story uh, of my life. Story of my yes. life. <laughs> so I wasn't really in into to all the math stuff. Um, I was more into video editing, um, production. So that was my interest. That's really my interest. Um, and then during college, I, I, I'm, I was also into performing. So I'm, I was part of the dance. Orga- I was, I was, uh, sorry, I'm part of the dance organization or dance varsity in, in La Salle, LSDC Street. And then... Um, I, I listen to a lot of sports podcasts. That's why I'm I I I got interest into podcasting, um, and then yeah, um, basically it, it um it was just for for fun really the the whole podcasting thing, um, and then recently during the pandemic I got um reacquainted with my friends at Artist Inc. So Artist Inc. is um, an NGO here in Los Baños, Laguna. Um, before the pandemic, Artist Inc. produces um, trainings, art trainings, um, theater productions for the community here and also in different parts of the Philippines. So, so there. What's um, okay. ano question? <laughs> Uh, one of the things that I'm curious about is how artists, yeah. um, how are the artists Inc. Um, continue to do their work given that it's pandemic. How are they doing yeah. their performances? Because my brother is was also a part of artists, so yes. I know that when you perform, you can be on a road trip. You can be anywhere doing your live performances. Most of them interactive, involving the audience. How how do you yeah. do that in an online environment? So um, this this interaction really came up to me as a surprise because it's really it's really uh, a small world for people here in 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 Las Vegas because I just met Tito Janus because of the production and then knowing that you are friends with my uncle it's really just uh, a small small world uh, actually Tita um we are partnered we are also partnered with Tito Eric Espiloy. Mm. Yeah. So he he mentioned that he he knows you also. So <laughs> you know why? Because Eric Espiloy's godfather was my dad. Yeah, so yeah. He he mentioned. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so so it's it's really been fun with with this interaction. Um, regarding with artists. So you want to start a podcast, or perhaps you've already started one, but you're still unclear on how you can actually make this podcasting work. No worries. That's why we're here for you. We are Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate, powered by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab. Join our network. Contact us at info at kangaroofern.com. 
Because we're stronger together. Um, the, the whole concept of Pangat Nigan was an open mic at the Artist Center here in Anos. So they invite, invite guests to do open uh, spoken word poetry, um, on live performances. And then when the pandemic came, uh, my friend Johan, um, he proposed that why not make it an online open mic? So it it wasn't um it wasn't limited to to singers or spoken word artists but we also try to divert how can how can artists perform dance in a, in an online live setting so um how can artists do different um their their medium in an online setting so it's just not like performing so they can do also um, a little bit of teaching within the time period, within the limit, uh, performance limit. So it's 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 um it's really, it was a it was an experiment at first, but since um people are very creative, we we just get mind blown on the performances that they make. So it's just basically uh if if they have, basically internet and then if they have their mobile mobile or laptop. And then we do technical run, uh, tech runs before the show, so that we can set up the music and then the and the camera angles. Mm-hmm. Um, with regards to the theater, we diverted. It 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 was it was more of um um. It was it, it was a lot of technical stuff because we had recordings. So sorry sorry backstory. Last year we we did um up. Like an online show, an interactive online show, um, with 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 um, an with a community in with a film community in Colorado, Pasco. So um, we partnered with them and produced four online um, episodes for them, around um, forty to fifty minutes. Wow! So it was um, live streamed or uh, how did how did you do the live show? So it was all recorded po. Um oh, so we had rehearsals, we had rehearsals uh a few months before the so we we premiered November um by July we started rehearsals already via Zoom. Uh-huh. So we had um people from Colorado, people from here in the Philippines um working together um setting up um rehearsals via Zoom and then we like like this one here at Zoom you can record the the conversation right that's right so we do do so we do um we shoot quote unquote shoot via zoom yeah. and then like for example here uh, the setup is the two of us so we, we exchange lines exchange lines and then we we edit the whole production um uh, include music and then what what's great about that one is we also invited people from um, from Colorado, from their community to participate in the production. Okay. So they, 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 yeah, they sent in their, their videos to us and then we edit and then we um, upload it on YouTube, set a premiere and then, and then um, um, distribute it after, after the show. Uh, so, so sorry. Uh, so it will premiere and then it's on YouTube, and then we link it up to Facebook. So yes. simultaneously, they're showing, yeah. Yeah, that's great. You know what? The reason why I asked you about that is because some people who might be listening to us or viewing us right now are also thinking about ways that they can pivot 
their ordinary or yeah. what used to be their normal. So because you're mm -hmm. an artist, you're used to performing, you know the technical bits that's required in, in an actual production. Um, actually, maybe teachers can also do the same thing if they have performing mm -hmm. arts, visual uh, types of things that are happening in the classroom. Uh, maybe they can approach you if they need somebody uh, that knows the technical aspects of that. Like what you said, you can collaborate with people from all over the world. You've proven that you can partner with people from Colorado. Who knows? There might be some community groups who are thinking of this but don't know how to do it. So it's yes. an opportunity to link up with them and, and, and showcase that. So thank you for explaining that part of your work. And I feel that it's exciting. And I'm glad to see that you have an opportunity to go online, to move across. Yes, That's yes. Transform your face-to-face -to, -face to online. Now let's go back to your little bro's kitchen. Can you give us a little bit of a history, Ramon? Is this a family business? How did you start it? Is it, is it a collaboration among millennials like you? What paved uh -huh. the way for this uh, business and explain to the viewers and the listeners what little bro's is all about? So the 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 first um run of Lil Bros was called Big Bros Big Kitchen. It was a um collaboration with my dad and his his friends. Um literally because they were all big. That's why physically <laughs> they were all big. big. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So um they had a physical restaurant in Bayan in here in Los Baños. Um so basically the concept was um food delivery service in way back 2016. So um, for those people who, um, who are in their offices and don't have the time to buy their food, so the main concept was really food delivery. Um, the the dine-in was just like um, to complement the, the delivery service because they had a place wherein they can run it. But um, basically it was a delivery service okay and then mm -hmm. yeah go ahead and then um during the pandemic um we we noticed that everyone was delivering food and since um we have um my, my dad and tito eric were were well they were well they were they're still close but um they they thought of maybe reviving the 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 business since it's really perfect for from their concept before. Yeah. So they they um came up together and revived the the concept under little little bros big kitchen because they're still big. Okay. But uh, <laughs> but, but little bros is like name Ramon. What made them change from big bro to little bro? Is because it's um, more because it's more catchy. What's What's uh, maybe just to separate from the 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 first the first one because um currently uh it became a family business so on, on our side and then we 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 have Tito Eric as a partner. Ah, okay. So, yeah. so, but the business model is the same, right? It's still primarily a food delivery business. Food delivery but, business. Uh, you don't have a complimentary dine-in restaurant at the moment. Yes. Um, yes, yes. And and you're catering to the people in Los Baños Laguna in general. Yes. You don't you yes, don't go yes. outside of Los Baños Laguna. Uh we do. Um we um we went as far as San Pablo. 
So it's like uh, it's still 20 kilometers from here, but that's that's scheduled po. Ah, okay. And also in Kalamba. Okay. So for areas which is kind of far from here, we do it on a pre-order or scheduled basis, but here in Los Baños and maybe Bae or relatively near, um we can do same day, same day ah. delivery. So, my question is, because I forgot to ask you, what sort of food does your um, little bro kitchen um, produce? What types of menu? Is it primarily Filipino food? Is it like pizza mm. pasta kind of uh, food? Uh-huh. So, what's your, um, what's your menu looking like? So, we have seven dishes. It's basically rice meals. Still rice meals, Filipino rice meals, um, barbecue chicken, um grilled chicken, sisig, um sausages and um I also we also have um Korean beef paired with rice and fish fillet for those who are um who veer away from the pork yeah, yeah not meat lovers yeah so we, we okay so comparing your business when it first started prior to the pandemic and during the mm-hmm. pandemic what can you say about the um um, the number of people or your customers have you tripled, quadrupled in number? Mm-hmm. Has business grown really well during the pandemic, or is it just same same as long as you're afloat and you keep doing what you're doing? Um, I think it is still um an advantage to have a physical store because when we when we opened last November last uh, November November last year. The, the quarantine restrictions gradually lessened. Mm. So a lot of people and a lot of establishment are already opening up. So I, we know, uh, personally, I noticed that um, the, the, the sales compared um, from, from the first few weeks of us opening because a lot of people were, were still order, ordering online. Uh-huh. Um, and then when it got gradually opened, um, establishments opened. So I personally noticed that um, sales were not really low, but like what you said, it's just kind of float. So at, for 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 us, um, having two three orders in a day is 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 a good day because mm. we were we are competing with people or established current establishments that are physically open. Okay. So. So, so that's one of the challenge when when your competitors yes. open obviously there's a choice between them going to the physical mm-hmm. restaurant to eat versus ordering online. So in your case yes. how is the system paint a picture for me Ramon because I can't mm-hmm. uh, imagine this happening in Los Baños because um you know Los Baños is a very conservative town. Yeah. And some yeah. establishments don't have online payment system they still want you yes. to go to this to their uh, place to pay your bills so how does your online aspect work did you create mm-hmm. an app uh, that mm-hmm. people can you know put their orders in or do they do they just call you and then you deliver there's no face to face that's why we call yeah. it anything that doesn't have face to face is online so um, yeah. explain that a little bit to the viewers and listeners so technically technically we've been operating for three months, so we're still relatively young, very young. Um what we're doing right now is we we personally I market for awareness. 
because um un- unlike other established stores um people still don't know that we exist that's why if they follow our if they follow our page or look at our page and on Instagram um basically i'm i'm trying to boost our awareness more so trying to be relevant posting a lot of content um and then when 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 they order um we have a, a hotline so we 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 share our number so they can text us their order or message us on facebook so that's relatively how we how, how the the systems go go through ordering and then we have online payment so we have gcash um wherein they can they can send in their payments and we still do accept cash Ah, so sometimes you cannot help it you, you sometimes still need to accept cash so you get the payment once the item has been delivered yes and sometimes um because like what you said tita um here in in los baños um so um not all are still versed with technology um with with just this gcash this this transfer of payments through mobile because a lot of a lot of people still want to hold their cash right that's right uh, yeah so well well for some they they pay ahead of time they they pay they pay once they're done ordering and then we'll just deliver it to them uh for for the others they they pay once it's delivered so it's kind of a mix of both mm-hmm. but majority still is via cash so we just um we just sanitize excuse me we just uh sanitize the after the minimum health protocol standard of yeah, yeah yes everything so, that the DOH is saying about hand yeah, so wash, every time hand yes every time we we hold cash so we keep it after and then i always remind my dad to um sanitize his hands after so little things like that okay so um who is your target market by the way are they students are they office workers do you have people at home, senior citizens mm-hmm. that are uh, no longer cooking for their own? What's the demographics of your target market? So our target market are your, um, people at the office and then people at establishments. Um, for those who are, and then a little bit of the ones that are at home that, um, that, don't want to cook anymore that's bored already or has been very busy at the household and doesn't want to cook so those are our target market but majority we're trying to push it um we're trying to push on the working class at establishments like hospitals yeah. or supermarkets um banks um people from up <laughs> uh-huh. so if if they want to order uh, yeah so, so th- that's our yeah. that's good you you mentioned a while ago that you're trying to do a little bit more marketing so uh, aside from yeah. online do you still have the traditional marketing collaterals like brochures you go drop them off your flyers yeah. or you have promotional vouchers or or gift cards and things like that and you go around in the community how is that working for you in this time of the uh-huh. pandemic baka bawal pumasok sa mga establishments do they mm-hmm. allow you to do that there so what we what we started this year was we still wanted to do a little bit of the traditional traditional type of marketing. So we have flyers printed out. So last time when I went to when I went to LBC uh LBC uh, sorry JNT to to deliver a package, mm-hmm. I was oh, I was biking going going to the courier and then when I went 
when I when I'm biking, I was biking back home. I have brochures, so I just slip it onto the the gates of the the houses and establishments that I passed through. So there, um, when we have also laminated menus that we give out to to bigger establishments. So hoping that they'll be able to 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 order from from us yeah. there. But how are you tracking? Uh, for example, you've left those flyers um, yeah. with the establishments or the printed menus. How do you track that your customers are from there? Do you ask from them there. how did you get to know us, or you just assume that they got that from their your flyer? So we so per, uh, I took note of the establishments that we gave our our flyers in menus. Um, so far, we're still waiting. <laughs> Hopefully, they order soon. Because we yeah. just started last week for giving the, the flyers. Uh, okay, so it's a little bit it's too soon to know if, yeah. if those flyers had an impact. You know, the reason why I'm asking that, Ramon, is because some people wanted to go on a business, but they don't mm. even know how to start. So the yeah. lesson that I'm getting from you is because you just started reviving this business, mm-hmm. pivoting it online, you still have to do a mix of traditional uh, yes. marketing and some online marketing as well. So yes. I, we just want to share that to the people who yes. are listening to us. And you mentioned a while ago that this is a family business now with, uh, with the help of your teacher, Eric, as a partner. Do you have mm-hmm. any other family businesses or is this the only business that you guys are focusing on, which is this particular uh-huh. service? We are Independent Podcast Network. We are Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. Would you like to hear your brand while supporting quality podcasts? Contact us now at advertise at guerrillapodcastsyndicate.com. Um, Tita, I just want to go back a little, uh, a little bit. So, yeah. because here in, in, here in Los Baños, um, I feel like the community is still not... Because, because we tried Facebook ads... We tried Facebook ads and the demographics um, here in Los Pan. So the radius is kind of small. And we, we tried to um, we tried to put it in a way that our goal is awareness. Uh. So we we noticed that not a lot of people th- th- though there are likes coming in because of the ads, um, but we noticed that not a lot of people are engaging. Um uh sharing um and then and since it's a it's awareness so the the conversion is really low so the the, the goal That's is right. different from what that I expect right yeah but uh i i felt like uh, los baños is still not ready for the full blown online um online selling or yeah. like for for online restaurants online food That's delivery right. services unlike in the states where they where there are um, restaurants, um, I, I read it, they call it ghost restaurants because there are no physical space, right? That That's you right. have Uber Eats. Um, here we have Grab Food and Food Panda. But um, when when Food Panda came here, we didn't partner up with them because we felt like um, the. I, I personally, I felt like the the market here is still not. Um, that big say, enough to invest in the Foodpanda partnership. <laughs> yeah, Foodpanda partnership or the technology is well advanced, and the and the and the community here is still um trying to keep up or still That's trying right. to immerse themselves with the yes. with the technology. You will notice so we, that 
because of the stores, marami pa rin physical little sari-sari yes, yes, store yes. right here and there. So everybody's yes. still thinking old style. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. And unlike in unlike in Manila, where in where in traffic is really heavy, mm-hmm. and um, people really don't want to go outside because of the the commute. Um, so so food panda grab and and the likes are really are really booming there. Mm. So we so we felt like it's still important to do to do traditional marketing um, flyers, but um, since we have an experience from Manila because I I, I worked for, in Manila for the longest time. Um, I I wanted to do something different here. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do something that um the Manila people are doing. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying. Uh, I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying to introduce it here. I'm trying to tap um local influencers. Um, oh, and who are hopefully... the local influencers? Maybe you are the influencer. <laughs> that is. That is something that they have to look out for because um, we're, we're actually I was able to talk to 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 a friend, so we're 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 just still trying to to um, lay it down. But um, he agreed already, and um, I I am really excited about this this tapping of influencers because I believe that this is the future of of advertising and and marketing. That's right. Um, that's right. Good so. Idea. Mm. Um, sorry. What was the original question no, again? <laughs> no, that's okay. That's okay because uh, we're telling our viewers and the audience about your challenges. I'm not saying oh, those yeah. difficulties. Uh, we're acknowledging that when you pivot your business from from a regular restaurant offering food delivery to online, you have to think about uh, the the most creative ways of reaching yes, your yes. target market. So uh, I asked you a question a while ago. Is this your only family business? Oh, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have other businesses as well to complement the food delivery uh, uh, business? Yes. So at, at the start of the pandemic, so so March, right? So uh, since my sister is in Vietnam, um, she was able to discover um, a supplier of, of um, face masks. So it's a antimicrobial face mask. It's a three-layered. It's very, it's very fit on your face. Um, so origin. Um, at this. Um, since my sister was the entrepreneur type, um, she got it from my mom. Um, when she was still here, she started an online clothing business, Everybody's Closet 101. Yeah. And then we 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 also revived it at the start of the pandemic, and then we started. Um, selling face masks uh, and face shield, as well as um, some um, items that will that can be used for disinfecting. So, so we have we we had that, and then and then, um, so we had that we have that business, and then personally, um, I partnered with some of my some of my friend childhood friends here, who is a chef. Um, he he does um, we we distribute Korean meat, sanggipsal. Mm. So he he's the one that supplies the the meat, um, vacuum seal it here in Los Baños, and then wow. um, um, we deliver the the meat to our customers. So that's another business that we have. I'm I'm loving and everything then, that you're telling me, Ramon, because you're just proving to me that. For example, let's go back to the face mask and everything. You might yeah. think that 
it's so saturated na, you know, people are selling yes, yes. these masks and things like that, disinfecting material. But but because people need it, I don't think it will be saturated at all. I, there's, yes, I think yes. there will always be a demand for that. And before, I didn't understand what this Sangyup sell. I cannot even pronounce <laughs> it. I don't even know what it is, but I see it on on the um, on YouTube. Uh, people are doing uh, like Ryan Bang doing that, yeah. and even the mukbang. I don't understand what it is, but uh-huh. people are eating. So I'm thinking there might be a demand for that. So again, another lesson that I'm picking up from you is that you are tapping onto what is currently um, what people like, what people want, and then uh-huh. you try to ride the tide and you try to supply the needs. For example, yes. there might be a bigger need than what the supply can uh, accommodate. So you're trying mm-hmm. your best to, to source out these items, even as far as Korea, um, uh-huh. to make sure it's authentic, you're delivering authentic uh, products to the public. So based on your initial assessment, are those products doing well, like the meat and the health, um, health items? Are they selling as you have expected? So the the face mask at the start of the pandemic last year really boomed. I mean, we were able to ship out 1000 masks in about like a few months after the pandemic. So there there there's really a need because there was a, a need for it. Mm. And people before were um looking for the right face mask because since the the, the covid was relatively new that time so people were were figuring out what mask was the best for them yeah um and then when uh, around mid year last year so it kind of died down kind of died down and then that that's where we went to the the food so the the the, the korean meat um basically both um we we started the the mask because it was a necessity it's, it's a need at, at the time and it still is now um when it died down so we were like okay um we have our stocks here eventually we'll be able to ship everything out because there's a need for a face mask so yeah. we just let it so we just let it be yeah so we were okay that it it wasn't um uh we weren't getting sales as much as we wanted to but it, it we were okay with it yeah so it was a need and then um, the Korean meat, because there were not a lot of dine-ins before, so a lot of people also have um, were going into the home experience. So they they were buying grillers at their houses, so the the Korean meat was perfect um, for for the households, so they won't go out anymore. Yeah. And then and then since the 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 establishments open up, so okay, we 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 have we we are kind of. Lelo, Lelo, a little bit, mm-hmm. um, but but um, technically, uh, the the face mask start of this year, even though we weren't posting as much, people people were um, messaging us on Facebook, ordering, so we were like, okay, um, at least we have our presence, we have our exactly. our page, so yeah. people will eventually will eventually come so yeah. we, were, we weren't really pushing it as much because uh also we opened up um little bros yeah so you're concentrating um, on the little bro that's okay as long as you you're moving your products around I yes think yes, that's yes the most important thing um i'm really really i don't know i i can't find the word i i like your your determination i like your determination and commitment in in whatever it is that you decide to do 
is it because you are a young person or is it because um, you are influenced by the support of your family or what's the driving force why you and your family members and even your friends always try to find ways to earn um, that mm -hmm. income. Uh, you don't have to be in business, but you chose to be in yeah. business. So give us a little bit of an insight on that. So um, when I was growing up, my parents were full-time entrepreneurs. So, so my dad um, retired early and my mom growing up was really the, the, bus the business type of woman and when when i was growing up i see them um selling a lot of stuff um uh, a lot of wellness stuff and at first i really didn't understand because i was I, i'm the shy type even though i perform i'm really the type of person that would really just uh, I don't, I, um i'm not really this talkative so i would yeah, just if i can be silent so yeah, yeah if I can be silent and not interact with a lot of people, I would. Mm. Uh, but um, at, and then my sister got that trait, the in, the entrepreneurial trait from my mom as well. So they were really the, they were the people here at the house who are more the business minded type of people. Um, at the start of this year, um, because we I I resigned at my corporate job, so I. And then with the Sangyuk business, it's what it was with my friend. So um, it, it wasn't really hard to, to start business yeah. because I have the people here at the house and with my friends. But um, it's very challenging for me because I'm not really into selling. So there's a part of me that's really shy in, in sharing stuff. But if but the principle really of of our the principle really here at our house is if it works for us, if we use the product and it works for us, it it's more um, that's the time we will sell the product or yeah. endorse the product. So yeah. if, if it's not working for us, if we're not using it, then we won't sell it. That's right. Do you so, have to yeah, be committed right. and true to your product as yes. well? Yes, okay, yes, yes. That's yes, a good yes. lesson too. I, I never thought about that, but that's a good kind of attitude if you don't believe in the product you're selling how how yes. how can you do a good okay. job of promoting it so you really really yes. have to be in love yes, with yes. the product you know what yes. i really want to continue talking with you but i realized I, our time is almost up i want to keep going but what is your um um last advice to other young people like you who want to start their own business or maybe they uh -huh. have a family business already but they're not sure how to to move it across to online or maybe they have a bright idea but too shy to implement the idea. So just give us anything that comes to your mind to inspire other people to do something different or to move into a business as well. Okay, so I hope this helps um, a lot of people or the, I mean the, the listeners or whoever is listening to this. Um, at the start of the, uh, at the start of Little Bros, um, to be honest, to be honest, I wasn't really, really committed to it as much as I as much as I wanted to, uh, for for some reason. Um, but but my my dad talked to me and and made me realize that to really really commit to it, if if you are if you have an if you have um a business in mind or idea in mind. Um, I think you just have to really go for it 
personally, I've been away from creatives and marketing because I I started in a B, I started in the BPO industry, ah. and then um I started in the yeah in the BPO industry, and then um after after that to service industry the service industry worked with teaching uh worked with kids and then went back to the 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 BPO type of industry again so i've i've been away from the creative stuff for for a very long time but whenever i wanted to to get out of the 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 industry i was in i wanted to go into marketing and ah. to, to my field right so um when 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 this started um i wasn't really into it wasn't really committed i'm i'm doing the the artworks but so so just a so so feeling but um i realized that if i wanted it i really have to discipline myself set set goals yeah um so just just commit to it if if you're if it's new to you consume content there's a lot of content of your niche that you can learn from so currently i'm into a lot of marketing um advertising content i listen to a lot of content from gary vinderchuk um i listen um i read um advertising or marketing for food that, that small stuff uh, yeah. that small um articles that you because i i'm really learning a lot and i think they will see it on little bros um um instagram and facebook page because if you also read the the copy or the caption it's really also me <laughs> so just really go for it a lot of people i i talk to a lot of friends um especially in my in my org um, alumni a lot of alumni since i mentioned a while ago tita that i'm really shy so yeah. i try to break it because being Get shy won't <laughs> won't really lead me to it won't really lead me anywhere yes. so I, I i talk to a lot of alumni try to ask for tips and advices um and then i try to be consistent uh, i try to be consistent with um with my other passions like the the podcast so i'm trying to try i'm starting to be more consistent with it so just so bottom line bottom line is um commit to it commit to your idea um there will be a lot of um a lot of struggles you might doubt yourself like for for me when i do my when i do the creative stuff um my my layout sometimes i'm not sure if it will work yeah but but i'll post it anyway it because it might yeah you never know it, until you try you never know yeah because if it won't then you can just adjust and then try to make it the next post better yeah so commit to it um set a goal for yourself and um ask for help there's there's um there's nothing wrong with asking for help yes so, good tips good tips yeah even uh, if you're not friends if 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 you have idols or if you or if you're looking up to someone um direct message them pm them because you may you 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 never know you, you'll never know yeah you'll never know they might reply to you and they give you important tips so yeah that's great There. so it's the same with me every time i approach people for my podcast I I will tell myself if wala namang mawawala if they don't reply yes, yes. it's okay. 
But if they yes. reply, it's a win. So yes, whatever yes, happens, it still works for you. So yes. Ramon, thank you for your time today. I really, really appreciate all the insights that you shared. Coming from a young person like you, a lot of us older people can learn a, a lot, even <laughs> young people. Um, your determination, like I said, um, the, the way you want to commit to this, to everything that you're doing right now is very admirable. And I hope other young people will be like you. They will become business-minded. They will think about their future. They will think about helping their family. So thank you again for coming. And to formally end the show, uh, guys, this has been another uh, very interesting Samutsari conversation with Mimi. If you have any other stories or topics that you wish to feature in the show, please reach out to me by my email. It's in the description or uh, description of this uh, episode. Uh, and just to remind everybody that Samutsari is a member of the Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. You can reach out to them in their website or uh, reach out to me via my Facebook page. I now have a Facebook page for Samutsari. And obviously, please do not forget to like, subscribe, and share my YouTube channel. Thank you, everybody. Ramon, let's say goodbye to our listeners um, and viewers. And if you have any questions, you can reach out to Ramon. Just contact me and I will link you up with Ramon. Thank you, everyone, and until next time. Bye. Thank you for listening. Make sure to visit our website at www.guerillapodcastsyndicate.com where you can subscribe to the show in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. You can also join the conversation with Guerrillas RE on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please consider on making a donation to help us keep making the podcast you love. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. A Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate Production We are Independent Podcast Network. We are Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. Would you like to hear your brand while supporting quality podcasts? Contact us now at advertise at guerrillapodcastsyndicate.com.